I'm very well, thank you. My pleasure to join you. Arman Alawalia. Thank you so much, Eugenie. This is uh, quite an honor. I appreciate you uh, you extending the offer to, to come here and speak today. Pedro diaz Rudal. First of all, thanks for having me and excited, you know, to be part of this podcast. Ronan Doniger. Huge. Thank you very much, I suppose, first of all, for having me on your show. Dean Butcher. The key point is ask, 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 and never give up. And welcome to ePROcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the new episode of ePROcast. I'm your host, Anastasia, and hope you're all doing well and staying safe. In today's episode, Big E joined Justin Phillips, the host of Sports, Sales and Coffee podcast, for the second edition of SSC Live. They talked about E's first sales experience and sales strategy he's using for the company Big E is working full-time, nothing but net. Also, Big E shared challenges he has faced on the way in his sales positions, and even touched a bit of Gary V subject. Hope you get value out of it. Enjoy! Hey, Justin. What's up? What's up, my man? Uh, all good, man. All good. I'm, Dude, uh, I, lo- I love the... First off, I'm just, I love the stash. Look at that thing. It's Movember that, time, and it's Movember. It, Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it looks great. And before we get in, I did that one time. Uh, I used, I've always had a beard. My son always knows me as a beard. I thought it'd be funny to do like a, 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 a mustache like celebration night at the ballpark. I shaved it. He was in preschool. Didn't want me to bring him to school anymore. <laughs> I was number one, and I dropped to number three. It's only me and his mom, so I don't know how I dropped that low, but I, I can't do that. I can't shave. So, but you look great, and I can't get a mustache like that. So, props. No, to I still have to. I still have to shave this part. Uh, I mean, um, it's um, you know, and if if any of the listeners, uh, November, you know, is, is the month of uh, of uh, prostate cancer, and this is a really a an action of solidarity against this, uh, against this, this, this thing, against this disease. So, uh, you know, gotta, gotta support the, everyone. Absolutely. So it's a great cause and you also look phenomenal. So oh, it. it's a win-win for you. You know, for me, it's a, it's a win-lose. <laughs> it's a great cause, but I look terrible. So it, it happens. <laughs> no, that, that's cool. That's cool, man. Thanks. Thanks for inviting Gover. It's, uh, it's awesome to be on, uh, on this, on your new series, it's uh, and I hope it's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll uh, we'll we'll have we'll have a lot of fun, though, and oh yeah, get a lot yeah, of good stuff yeah, we'll it. have we'll have a ton of fun. I don't know if, if people listening will have fun, but we're going to have fun, and that's what I mean. That's what matters. We'll have some fun. I got my if, dog up. If, yeah, if we're yeah. having fun, everyone will have fun. Trust me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely, we'll talk about some fun stuff. So I appreciate you taking the time and, and, and joining. I know when we were you know kind of going back and forth and finding the time, it was tough and. Um, but we were able to lock it down and we'll be great. We'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. What, one thing, one thing is yeah. just, I know it's sports sales and coffee and it's uh 5 PM here. So it's kind of late for my coffee. So I'm, uh, it is. I'm, I'm, chug- I'm chugging on that water. So, Beautiful. Uh, hey, yeah. that's all right. I, I kind of men- mentioned that's why it's an early edition of we're jumping over the pond. We're, we're going and, and I, I thought about that more. You know, because, you know, I was lucky enough to be on your podcast and I thought about that more of how the Internet has shrunk in the world, you know, yeah. how it's made things a lot smaller as, you know, it's like we can talk now. And yes, there's a seven hour difference. It's 5 p.m., but it's doable. It's, you know, before, you know, I just remember hearing stories of sales where if you're, you know, in America, you're talking to someone in China or, or Russia or Spain or 
you had to, you know, show up at three o'clock in the morning to make those phone calls because you were on their time or you had to, you know, it, it was, you know, the time isn't so much of a difference now than it was. So it's, it's amazing. No, absolutely. Uh, regarding, you know, all these uh, technologies, you know, like Zoom and then IG Live and everything, well, especially Zoom and Teams, I guess, for, for, for more for business. And, you know, it's getting people together. Um, right now, I'm kind of, my, my day, look like every, my everyday doesn't look the same. So, yep. you know, I'm, I'm working with, with multiple markets, like, you know, the, U, the US market, with Russian market, with central european market and it's it's really it's really interesting to be like oh i'm not working from nine to five moldovan time <laughs> i'm yeah. working like nine to eleven uh three to five and then sometimes it's 10 to midnight <laughs> yeah just whatever works and, and and especially in sales i mean we're at the mercy of our prospects it's whatever works for you can work for us so it's yeah, yeah we got to open up late or we got to talk and yeah th- that's absolutely but let me ask you real quick for the people that don't know you who is E? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Kind of, who who are you? Oh, it's a, it's a good one. And for, for everyone, um, E comes from my full name is Eugenio. Uh, I know I know it's not it's very tough to to remember, but you know, um, I, I had this experience of having my full name, my fir- full first name, Eugenio, and then yep. you know, like the marketing thing when you're like, for example, Starbucks, you're you're getting from your logo, and then you're coming. Uh, down to like the green color, and whenever you see the green color, you see you, you understand the Starbucks. So yep. you know, uh, and it's funny because uh, it started all from Eugenio, and then it was all over the world. This this name is different, like Eugenio in Spain uh, in Spanish. Uh, okay. Have, then I had a good friend of mine who who started to call me Huge, and then I ended up with E or Big E just... if you're if you're listening to the E podcast. <laughs> You know, like shrinking, shrinking, <laughs> so, and then uh, bam, there it is. Yeah. You can't do you can't do shorter than that. <laughs> yeah, and, and and hey, it, you got to shorten it up. I've always kind of kind of been lucky where you know Justin as it's pronounced the same kind of everywhere. It's, it's it's pretty common, but yeah, I used to work with a sales guy who um, had a very kind of you know different name, and it was great. And that was actually kind of how he you know, built rapport is he always kind of say, spell it. He had it down to be like, Oh yeah, that's kind of a silly name. He's like, yeah, this is how you spell it. Sound, sounds how it spells. And, and I was like, man, I, I kind of wish I could do that, but it's like, that's right. That's there's right. only one spelling no. of Justin. Yeah. Well, well, Justin is more common. And, and I would, I would <laughs> you know, when I would work with, with, with the U S market, I would be like Eugene and, and, and everyone would keep telling me like Eugene is, you know, nobody's using, nobody's using that name now because you know, it's an old name. And I, when I, when I, when I would, when I would go to the West, the, everyone would be like, I feel like a great, like a grandpa or something. Yeah, man, I'm not an old guy. I, I'm not, I'm, I'm young. It's just, I, it's my, it's my name. That's what my parents named me. It's that silly. That's right. That's right. That's no, awesome, but, but, man. But, but getting to, to, um, to, to, uh, get, you know, to tell, uh, your, your listeners, uh, my, my, my background and who I am. Yeah, basically, I'm I'm a guy who loves sports. So if you know, uh, I grew up with sports. Um, my 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 dad is a rugby coach. So if you're anywhere in okay. the world and you know the game of rugby, then uh, yep. hey everyone. <laughs> so uh, uh, so rugby flows through my veins. But um, you know, like since seven years old, I've been I've been playing, and then uh, at twelve, I started to 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 referee. 
So, you know, okay. just a random, just a random, uh, random uh, practice. My dad just gave me the whistle because he wouldn't allow me to, to play with the, uh, with the older guys. Yeah, because, you know, safety, safety and everything. And uh, yep. I wouldn't understand that. And he gave me the whistle, run around, and it went from there. Yeah, it went from there. Uh, so, never. so you're reffing on the, on the side. You just, do you love, that's a way for you to just kind of stay still involved? And because and, I saw him on LinkedIn when I was doing my stalking on you, it was international ref. Yeah. So uh, as a, uh, when, when, I, when I turned 16, I completely uh, stopped playing. So okay. from 16, I played. And then at 16, I was like, no, I don't want to do it anymore because refereeing um, gave me opportunities to travel, to yep. get to know uh, a lot of new and awesome people. So that's how I made lifelong relationships all over the world. And it's Good for really, you. truly awesome. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's been fun. And right now, as, as we're talking, yesterday I came, from, I came back to Moldova, where I'm originally from. Um, and I came from Turkey. And in Turkey, I did some educational stuff for, for the new referees. And this is what I'm doing also. So we're going to talk about, you know, what's on LinkedIn. Very cool. I'm doing a lot of projects on the side. And we'll talk about where I find this time. So it's, yeah. it's you know, and, and, I'm, and I'm always about doing what makes you happy. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, all of this makes me happy and I can fit it in. I can trust that I can fit. That's, and, that's uh, awesome. You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this, this is from the rugby side, you know, refereeing and everything This has been on the side. This has never been my full-time job or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it, it just, it makes me, it makes me happy to, to get on a, on a Saturday on a rugby field and, uh, and, uh, talk to, you know, get to referee some games and it, it makes me happy. Um, yeah. But also from the professional side, um, got to well actually my it's gonna be funny because my first my first experience working experience was in sales so okay uh, and it was in moldova and um it was in uh in in um selling airline tickets so and a u.s comp a u.s based okay. company open company you know a daughter company if you will here yep. in moldova and um i worked i worked for for that company not not a lot not not a long time it, it was going well but I couldn't, um, I couldn't go. I mean, I could combine that with, with my university. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, it was really tough, you know, because of the time zones. Um, and the main, the, the, it was US, work with US market and I would just have to, to stay until late and then early in the morning to university. And I just couldn't, you know, yeah. handle that. Burning the candles on, on, on both ends and just, yeah, kind of burned out. But what yeah. made you kind of, you know, push towards sales? Do you always like, want to go into sales and instead of maybe the retail route or, or, you know, like a, like a management position, you know, like what kind of drove you to, you know, take that first job in sales? Um, first and foremost, um, it was, and, and first reason was that my English was good. Okay. Uh, so for, you know, if we're looking back, I don't know what, five years, six years, not six, seven years, um, English wasn't, uh, you know, English wasn't spoken too much here in Moldova. So, you know, it was okay. Romanian and Russian. So these are two languages that are the most, you know, popular here in Moldova. In there, and, okay. Yeah, and that was the period when uh, when a lot of, um, you know, European companies and U.S.-based companies would open their subsidiaries here. And I saw this opportunity, and, as you know, the main requirement was, like, a good, converse, good conversational English. And I was like, yeah. sure, why not? You know, and, and I saw, okay, sales, I don't have experience in sales, but, you know, everyone starts from some somewhere. And I was yep. like, 
I'll, I'll jump in in there. And, and just fun fact is that, you know, um, it's we're selling airline tickets. So basically, my my first sale came after three weeks. Okay. So, so, so for, for this for this particular so, good or service, three weeks is a lot. Yeah. So so y- y- you're saying three weeks. So from your start date until your first sale, three weeks pass. Yeah. Now, were you cold yeah. calling every day? Were you like had a list of of companies and you were making you know. 75, 50, 100 phone calls a day? It's, it's funny because we're, um, we're not working much with, uh, with the corporate or with, with companies or you know, on a B2B base. We're working B2C. Okay. Basically, we were doing, our company was doing good job. Good, uh, our company was doing good job on, on uh, having, they were having like four different websites. And they would, okay. people, they, they would do some really awesome marketing moves. You know, like, hey, 50% off, $50 off your, your first ticket and everything. And people would call into the office. And, yeah, people are asking you to smile, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just paying attention. That, 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 you know, I, I guess I got that, that weird resting face. My bad, Courtney. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so it, was, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't many calls because, you know, we would take calls. And then we would have to, to look into the system to find the right ticket for them. Okay. So, you know, it wasn't 75 to 100 calls as it is, you know, in, 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 other, in other areas. Um, but it was maybe up to 10 calls. But you would have, like, from the moment you take the call, you know, inbound calls. You take the call, you ask all the information, you ask all the details, and then you get on, on to do the work. And it's like 30 minutes, the entire process. And then you have to call back okay. and tell them the options. And then you have to follow up and everything, you know. And yeah, it's a lot of people who would just you know shop around, and you know it was it was a lot of fun. <laughs> no, no, I, I can see, I can see that you know you're on the phone a lot, you're working with consumers, and and that's sometimes the the toughest sales to get into, especially your first thing is is B to C because you're calling yeah. people at home, you're following up, it, it's people with their personal finances, so it's a little bit different. Is there something that you learned from from that position, your first sales position, that you kind of have carried with you that has been like a a sales process that has been that you love that you learned and now in your current roles you're still using yes yes and, and actually came it came right before my first sale and this is going to be fun this is going to be a good one mm-hmm. so i did my training i did uh, i did my first week unlucky did my second week unlucky and then you know <laughs> i would do my my standard process and you know yeah after second week i got on a uh you know the, the calls were recorded so they're all on record and, you know, I, I, I sit down with my supervisor and we were listening to the call, how I'm talking yeah. and everything. And, you know, by the voice, you can understand what's, what's going on with that person, what, with that salesperson in front of you. Yeah. And, you know, there were some days when in the second week I was very desperate. And, you know, you're like, oh, I'm not selling and I feel like sad and, and everything. And when you're selling, you have to, you have, to have fun. Yeah. And this was this was the moment when in the second week I sat down with my supervisor and, she, and, and Sarah was her name, and she she was like, "Look, look, you have to learn a lot about what you're selling, and you have to believe in what you sell. These yep. are the two things that you ha- you must do, right?" And after after that, I was I was like, in 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 less than a week, I had the, I had the uh, the uh, I had the first sale. Purely because I started to learn more about what we do, and you know, get get to 
put more interest in that. And it, and it wasn't, and, and the third one, and the third one, but it came a bit later, is not to put money on the pedestal. Yeah. It's not to put money on the pedestal because, you know, the more money you have, the more you'll spend. So, you know, you, 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 you find, and when, when you're, I was, what, 18, I think? And when you're, when you're having more money at that age, it's very hard to, to, to educate yourself at 18 to invest or, you know, like nowadays you were like, Oh, yep. I have, I have a, I have extra $500. I will buy some random dumb shit. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and I, I, yeah. I love how you said it, it was your attitude and you could hear it in your voice. And it's those little things. I'm a big believer in the prospects. And, and I had that too in my, in some of my sales roles when I was struggling is you might not think you're doing it. It's kind of this, you know, is, you know, self, you know, self-conscious and self-conscious that you don't want to understand, but how you're talking and, and your tone and your body language, even though you're on the phone, if you're not smiling, if you're sitting down, if you're down on yourself, you feel that pressure, then you're not going to, to sell anything. And they can, the prospect can feel that they can feel on the other side of like, yo, E doesn't care about me. He's like a, he sounds like a sad sack. Like he's depressed. Like he's, why do I want to buy something from him? If he's not excited, if he, if you're just, yeah. you know, if you're like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh of like, oh, poor me, like I can't do it. And especially, especially this business I was in, you know, the, the airline tickets and everything. It was a lot of competition. <laughs> it was a lot oh, of competition. The easiest, the easiest one was just to go online. Oh, <laughs> and, and I'll be honest, that's how I, I don't fly much, but because it, flying is, is usually a, a big expense where I always look and I always search and it's, it's, I check Google and I check Expedia and like the 17 other ones. So you're right. If you're from a bad spot and you're trying to, you know, sell, it's, I'm, you know, forget this guy. I'm just going to go, go online and search it. So it's great that you record your calls and you're able to find that out and find that like, and I'm, I'm, you know, I had a call yesterday and I kind of said the same thing of sometimes we do these things and there's a, a chain there's a link in our chain, our sales process chain that's missing and we might not know what that is. So it's great for an outside, you know, outside eyes to be like, switch it up a little bit, change your tone and things kind of start falling into place. So that's huge that you saw that. Yeah. And it's all, and, and I started to use the, the process of feedback a lot in everything I do. Now I'm a true mm-hmm. believer in feedback and not, not from somewhere who's related to you or have uh, sympathy to you, but just to someone who would, you know, just third person, third third person who would just, you know, look at what you do and how you talk and they will give you, uh, you know, complete, honest, honest opinion on what you do and what you say and how you, how you behave on the phone and everything. Absolutely. And I even do some, well, I'll bring some interns on, on some sales meetings and some sales calls. And even though this is their first, you know, their first time in in a sales meeting, I'll take a lot out of it personally as well. Cause I'll sit back and say, you know, they're asking me a question of why'd you do this? And then I have to explain myself why did I ask this question or why did I present it this way? And then sometimes my answer is like, yeah, I'm an idiot. I shouldn't have done that. And this is why. And then I, it's because it, it's not only are they learning from that, I'm also learning it too from that outside eye, you know, from that outside perspective, which is huge, which is absolutely right, huge. Right. Which is I great. Agree. So, it, so during my like LinkedIn stocking, I saw that you, you know, went back to school, but you first graduated with a degree in finance and banking, but then you went back to sports, to sports management. Why did you make that switch? Was that always the plan at first? Or what was your thought process of, uh, of going back to school and majoring in sports marketing or sports management? 
Um, well, it, it's funny because I got to start taking my own decisions, and I think I think this is going to be valuable, uh, Justin, to 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 you know, eighteen to to or sixteen to twenty years old 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 guys out there who um, you know like try try to not try try to fail a lot in this period and to, and to learn from it and because mm-hmm. i was afraid of failure um i was i was i was putting all my you know i would give my parents to make the decision yeah so my mom my mom being a an accountant all her entire life um we have here you know here we have high school but we call it college here so it's college in the us it's university in europe so we got it okay college yeah, we have college like high school in the U.S., if you will. Okay. Um, and in college here in, in, in Moldova, we are choosing a, uh, like a speci- specialization. Uh, so I chose uh, okay. accountancy. And it, well, I chose. I went and I, I confirmed what my, my, my parents wanted me to confirm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's when I, when I hit like 15, when I, when I turned 15 years old. And then after the university... I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, oh, well, not university, college. Uh, at 18 years, uh, yep. at the age of 18, I was like, what I want to do? And I was like, okay, I kind of enjoyed numbers. It was good. And I was like, yep. what is the closest thing I can do? And um, the, col- the college was called the, the Commerce College of, of, of Kishnau, of my home city. And then mm-hmm. they are linked to a university, which is the Academy of Economic Studies. And I'm like, okay, they have a finance. Uh, a finance uh, degree and it's and it's taught in a mix of Romanian and English and this was the thing that that got my my attention and it was yep. just because of this and to be honest I got into the program and it was like the the, the teachers were a bit um, you know older <laughs> if you yep. and uh, and their English wasn't that uh, level to to, okay. to to teach to teach finance in English. So uh, it was funny that they would come to the class, and they would they would push all these notions and definitions and everything in English, and they would be like, "Okay, did you understand?" And everyone, "No." Okay, then we'll continue no. in Russian. <laughs> okay. So, so at the end of the day, this thing ended up with Romanian, Russian, and a little bit of English. So I was well, I was also kind of disappointed after this program, to be honest, and. Yeah. You know, after after graduating finance, during my university, I was I was traveling a lot with my dad's team. They were they were a touring team. If if you know if your audience knows uh, rugby, then 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 you should know there's rugby 15s classic, which is 15 versus 15. Okay. Uh, players on the on the pitch, and there's rugby sevens, which now it's a, is an Olympic game, uh, is an Olympic sport. Sorry. This sevens is. Yeah, rugby sevens. Okay. It's seven versus seven, and it's very fast and dynamic. And my, yep. my dad's my, my dad's team would travel a lot to competitions in Europe. So it was good, okay. uh, you know, um, there was good sponsors and everything, and they would travel a lot. And I was traveling with them. Uh, and because I was my, my knowledge of English was good, my dad was taking my, uh, me with them to travel all over and, and manage the, the team. So every tournament before the, the, cool. before it starts, they would have a manager's t- uh, meeting and everything. Yep. And I, I was traveling with my team, and I enjoyed doing that. First of all, I get to, to see new places. I got to see, you know, Amsterdam, Spain, um, France, everything. A lot of countries. Everything. 90% from Europe. And 
after that, I was like, okay, I, I like it. I like yeah. talking to people. I get to improve my English because I'm in Europe. So, you know, win-win. And then I came back. Um, when I was coming back, I would, I would always be hungry to go back. And yep. after after my I graduated uh, the finance, uh, the finance, uh, you know, in finance, I, I had some uh, experience. Well, well they were short, uh, and one of them was with with a big four. If 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 uh, if you know KPMG, uh, an audit company, a global big big four uh, audit company. Okay. There are there are four big ones, and I and I see uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Daniel. He's working for for in in audit. So shout out to him for for being sure. for being one of the listeners. Um, so audit is very tough, and okay. and I I did three months with KPMG. I moved to Bucharest in Romania, which is like seven hours from here. You know, complete. It was my first experience living alone. Okay. So I kind of left my home. I went to Bucharest for with this experience. Three months, I quit. I didn't like. Oh, okay. It. I hated. I, I said I didn't like it. It wasn't because I was living alone or anything. I didn't yeah. like it. It was. It was. It wasn't bringing me. It wasn't making me happy. Yep. And and you know, it was. It was the time when I came back and I realized and I I took that you know here here in I don't know how how is that in the US and you can share with with, with the audience as well with the European audience as well. But here in Europe, if you finish your degree in the university degree or college yep. degree, you right away go to the master's degree, which is common. So you finish your college degree. Got it. You go right away because university, right yeah, the college is very broad. So you kind of go to do, I don't know, finance. And then if you want to, if, if you continue your, your, to go to master's, you might do, I don't know, maybe like, uh, private uh, entities finance or public Got finance, it. right? Yep. So you you narrow your specialization, your you know your specialization, if you will. You you go into yeah, a specialized program. You, you kind of double yeah. down you on niche. On, on you you niche it. Yeah. Yep. You, you niche it. And um, I said no, and my parents were, were, were <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, but I, but I also was like twenty 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 two already. So I was like okay. Know, I'm, I'm a grown ass man, you know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I want to do this. I, yeah, I, I told him I, I don't want to do it, and uh, I took a gap year. I, I took. I, I was traveling. I was refereeing very actively that that year, 20, 27, 2017 or so. I was actively refereeing, and I wanted to travel the world, see new things, meet new people, and I was open to all the opportunities in the world. Yeah. Until I moved, to, I moved to Poland, and I saw, I saw this uh, the. I, I was like, okay, I love sports. I, I, I tried to take exactly. a gap year and just to close, closing myself and just to see, to understand what I want, really. Yep. And I was like, okay, I love sports. And what can I do? And I started to look at these programs, uh, you know, the university programs or master's, master's degrees in, 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 uh, in this industry. And I was like, okay, I found a couple. I found a one in Japan. Which was good yep. cost, but it was you know Japan is quite expensive to live in. That's what I've heard. And then, yeah, and then um, but it was a good university, and there there they wouldn't talk a lot, they wouldn't communicate a lot over email and stuff like this. And I said I don't want to go to a university where they're not replying to your email like the next day or two days. They're taking like yeah two weeks to reply, and I was like, no, oh. I don't want to go all over the other side of the world <laughs> to a university which you know. Is is replying replies me in two weeks? 
Yeah, you, you then, get lost in the shuffle. We, That'd be terrible. Yeah, and they're forwarding me to their to their to their website, which is in Japanese <laughs> and no English. And Google Translate wouldn't. I don't know. They they wouldn't allow English Google Translate to translate it. So, uh, the moral of the story was that I found this program in Madrid at Real Madrid, at the Business School of Real Madrid, and I was like, okay. Um, I had some money put aside. And I was yep. like, okay. And I talked to my parents, and I'm 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 very grateful to them to, to death for for helping me out to to uh, with the with the other half, if you will, to to get into the program. Yep. And you know, it wasn't cheap cheap by any means. It, it was you know, Real Madrid is a global brand, and of course, getting Absolutely. into it, and it's an MBA as well. Yep. Um, and I got in, um, and. It was one of the one of the most awesome decisions I've ever made. It was Good for you. it was really, and and right now I feel like I could have avoided this because you know I'm I'm now a firm believer that you can you can do a lot of stuff without without degree if yep. you want to you know you can do a really lot a lot of things. But for me, it was a moment when talking to a lot of professionals and and not only entrepreneurs as well in the industry they would give me more food for thought what's what this business is all about like mm-hmm. my second my my first my first class with that was with a was with a professor from Columbia University in New York okay. and then and then the other the second one was with the guy who just with one slide i still have it in my head you know a powerpoint slide yeah. and it was like this is the sports industry and it was like i couldn't even see the logos on there like you know that the, the, the sports the sports ecosystem was insane massive and i was like and i was like i love it love it and I hey, hey, you're hooked you're ready to go and and, and and double down that's awesome man that's great that you took that chance and you made that 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 career change and, and it worked out for you you know that's yeah, and that's phenomenal it, that's right and afterwards and we, we, we we'll talk about it uh it's um, right after I, I, like almost when I graduated, this is when the opportunity with the company I'm working for right now came and it's been almost a year and a half and I never look back. I re- I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot and, you know, solving big, 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 big problems in, in, uh, in the world of basketball and swimming with, with NBN 23, the company I'm working for, and also Nagy Smart Pool, which is the swimming division. It got, gotcha. it's, it's been a blast. Oh, awesome. Well, tell me a little bit about that, of what's your day-to-day. Um, tell me a little bit about what is NBN23 and what is Nagy Smart Pool. And, and tell me a little bit about those and then kind of what you're doing on a day-to-day basis and, um, and your, your sales techniques and all that. Yeah, so NBN23 is our bas- basketball division. So um, we, we're current, we're, our mission is to digitize the, basket, the, the game of basketball. The easy way okay. to do it is... To take the pen and paper out of the game, okay. Because pen and paper, you put the information all in the paper. Paper stays in the in the somewhere, and you don't you don't do anything with it. Now we came up with with a uh, uh, with a digital score sheet with a back with a backhand and everything that you know. On on the game day, you put all the information in a tablet, and it's very user friendly. And now with this information, you can do a lot of things. And what we're doing. We are trying to uh, engage more fans using this data. So we have a fan engagement Absolutely. app where where you know fans can 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 look at, at statistics of that player, uh, a short a shot chart, and every heat maps and everything. And there are different models, different business models you can use this data. 
and it, our our model is more on the fan fan engagement one. So it, and that's and that's huge, a, and that's because yeah. because now fans are just so excited about statistics. You see the advanced metrics. That's kind of how the world's going. That you want to see, and then you know all that. So when you're pushing this product. It, is who's your target market? I mean, are you looking for more of it kind of like the high school or the college teams, the university teams, or is it, are you going down below even to, uh, and on the States, I don't know if they, they call that there, but like the AAU, like the travel teams that might mm-hmm. be in like middle school. Um, so who's your target target audience for this product? We are targeting the grassroots basketball. So amateurs, School, kids, um, kids' leagues, schools, okay. universities. Um, we can do professionals as well. But professionals, usually, if you're 18 and, and, and older, usually this data is more valuable to the betting world where you can make more, more Got money. It. You know? So, so the, the, the partnership deals are more, are more valuable than what we can offer. We really go deeper when, you know, in the, in the, bottom, in the bottom part of the pyramid where, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of school games where, where they just put down information on the paper and that's it. And maybe we, somewhere, somewhere in, in Ukraine or somewhere in, in Texas or, any, or somewhere, there might be the next Kobe Bryant. And we, we won't, we, nobody would, will know about this. Well, in the U.S. it's more open because there are scouts traveling yes. around and so on. But, but here, and I'm bringing this, this example a lot, there is a guy in, in the Russian national team from, from Siberia. And imagine okay. there's no scouts going there whatsoever. And I'm telling, I'm telling everyone that there is a guy some, now who's 10 to 12 years old playing basketball, and he's shooting 30, 40, 50 points a game at 10, 12 years old, and nobody knows about it. Would you like it's- us to help you get more exposure on your players and on your league? Like, it's not, it's not only what's happening on the court and maybe, you know, the score on the website and that's it. But we're bringing that, that, that you know, the players and the teams worldwide. Now, everyone, maybe there's, a, there's I don't know, LA Lakers following our app and they can see... We know the Lakers, man. Someone who is, who is 14 <laughs> years old in, 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 uh, in, uh, in Russia or in Ukraine. Sorry, I know, I know you're more uh, yeah. Boston Celtics. <laughs> I was going to say, man, if you have that information for that 10, 12-year-old kid who's, who's dominating, send that over to Danny Ainge. Maybe get him, uh, you know, in green in six, seven years if he still keeps developing. We, we could use that. <laughs> no, but the, we're trying to get more, more exposure to the leagues and to the – and but first and foremost, just to take pen and paper out of, you know, we, we say we're trying to also make a, a work on our sustainability report, and um, we, we saved a lot of – paper and we were trying to get how many trees we say so on so this is basically not only you know a business aspect but it's also sustainability so we're we're happy we're i'm I'm happy to be part of this kind of 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 organization that's awesome so how are you cutting through the noise because i bet you deal a lot with this is me assuming that you deal a lot with people that are kind of stuck in their routine that hey we've done this for years we've done the pen and paper (laughs) We have, you know, the this this guy on our staff or this super dad or super mom who just volunteer and they just take notes. So how are you cutting through the noise and talking to leagues and these grassroots leagues that have never thought of moving into the digital world? How are you pitching this to them that, one, it makes sense, and two, you kind of get that idea stuck in their head? Because I, I feel like that's got to be the big thing is, is to put a, the idea of 
this is possible. How are you doing that? So um, currently on, on the basketball side, I'm working with Eastern Europe. So I'm responsible for Eastern Europe. So those are countries like Ukraine, Romania, Moldova, Russia, uh, and so on. <clears throat> and a big thing, and I am a true believer of that, is that here it's all about relationship. Yep. And, and, it's not, and it's not only about in this part of the world, it's everywhere in the world. Yep. When it comes to yep. sales, it's all about building the relationship first before you're pushing or, or you want to sell something. So what, what from our side is a lot of countries uh, here, they love when someone approaches them, but they speak the local language. So that, that for example, in this part, it's Russian. So, for example, tomorrow I fly, yep. I fly to Russia. So I'm okay. meeting with the Russian Federation. It would be so, a million times harder for me if I wouldn't speak Russian. Same thing is with Ukraine. In Moldova and Romania, I'm, I'm glad to, that I'm, I'm speaking you know, three languages. So it's Romanian and then English is for the US, for, for Europe yep. and, and so on. So uh, this is a true, is, is one of the main uh, thing. And our company, uh, our CEO is, is great at doing this, of, of finding talented, talented people who would join our, our uh, sales team all over the world. And we are like, I don't know. We're like, we're not, we're not a big company. Well, we're like 30, 40, 40 people company. Um, yep. And we are, the sales team is half of it. And the half, okay. most of the, well, less than the half of it is the develop, developers team. And we are, um, well, we're all over the world. So, you know, we have the US and, you know, that part, Canada. And then we have Turkey and we have Central Europe. I'm taking care of Eastern Europe and so on. So it's very important to be, to have the same kind of culture with and know how, how they feel uh, about, about it. But the second, the second thing would be, you know, just to go there and be there and show them because um, the culture here is that they want to see it. Yeah. It, they, won't, they won't believe in, in PowerPoint slides and everything until you show them in, your, in their face. And that's why the products, yeah. the physical products here are more popular than, you know, um, something which is not, you can't, you can't touch. Oh, it, it, and that, I think that's true everywhere. And, and I love how you said it, it's, it's you're, 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 you know, you're bilingual or you're talking multiple languages because you're, you're playing to them on their turf, on their court. You're, 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 you're in their culture. And I think that's, that's really big of, and that, and that can be from everywhere. When, when I'm talking to some people from, you know, California or I'm talking to some people down in Texas and some of these bigger, bigger companies, it, it's, I, I understand that some things that I say up here might not fly down there. So you kind of have to watch your P's and Q's. You kind of have to understand uh, of things. I don't have very much, um, you know, experience with, with international, um, you know, sales, but you, you really kind of play to their strengths and let them, that let them talk and then kind of feed off that. And then it's great that showing them the product of seeing is believing and seeing that. And that's how, you know, I've been so, you know, successful in selling some marketing. I wouldn't say so successful, but successful because I bring people out to the ballpark. I bring people out that they can see it. They can physically touch it, smell yeah. it, and they can visualize themselves there. And that's why, you know, to touch a little bit on, on sports with season tickets, it's huge to take pictures from the exact seats you're trying to sell, to let the, the prospect come and sit down and say, you know, these are going to be your seats. You can see the, the, the pitch from here. You can, you're at half court. And when they visualize that, they put themselves in those shoes. 
So with, you're right. And especially with pitching this new product where if a PowerPoint, they might just, it's in one ear out the other. Cause it's, that's too complicated when re- yeah. in reality, it's not, it's just, we can do this. I think in sports a lot, that's very similar. I know I'm kind of, you know, rambling, but it's in sports very similar too, especially when you're trying to pitch marketing or maybe having season tickets where they have this idea in their head of, no, we've done things the same way. We don't want to switch. You're too expensive. It's too, it's too much. But when they actually can physically touch it and feel it and smell it, it changes and then they can actually see themselves really using it. So that's huge. Yeah. And, uh, uh, not not only, but get to know ways to and and this you, you mentioned the biggest challenge we face, it's it's uh, change management. You know, yeah. the presidents of, of federations and I'm uh, here in Eastern Europe is more about the federation. So federation gets uh, controls all the basketball in the country. Okay, in the whole country, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's not it's not you. You'll see in the US there's USA basketball and then there are like there are like thousands of leagues all over the country yes so they're, they're the, the managing, yeah they're they're they're, okay. they're administrating individually and managing managing individually but here you know the most most of the countries that have all the basketball under the umbrella of the federation under one roof and, and then would individual towns and cities kind of control their own thing but they're all under this umbrella of yes. the federation got yeah. it okay yeah this makes the job for someone hotter for someone easier. So if, imagine, imagine if you are closing a federation, you're closing the entire country. You're closing, you know, the that was my question. Basically, the entire country. Got it. So, it, so with your meeting tomorrow in Russia, if you, you know, fingers crossed, you, you close that bad boy or you move forward. So if you were to close, you know, close that, all of Russia would be under the NBN twenty three. That that's awesome. Yeah, I can see how you can see both ways. It's easier where you're not calling towns and cities and talking to different presidents making the same pitch so it's easier in that aspect that it, it's one pitch one close but it's harder because it's the whole country so i'm assuming the president of that federation he or she is probably pretty busy or they have a lot on their yeah. plate because it's the yeah. whole country so it, it's fighting and getting into their um their feeling yeah, which is is tough right but it's also funny because sometimes you can't reach directly to the federation and, you know, like there are countries where you mentioned there are regions. So you, um, for example, what we did with Ukraine, because um, I was there for, for like two months until now. And, you know, I started with a region which is the closest to my hometown. Okay. And, and I was working with them a lot. So it's the second biggest region in Ukraine. And we were talking, talking, talking. We did some demos and everything. And we closed. We, 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 we're now working together. And Excellent. the National Federation heard about it. And you're like, okay, okay. So let's now. Now it's interesting because we're having next conversations with the federation. So we're not talking to a different region, but we're talking now with the federation, which would get us closer to that to that goal. To get everything. Good for you. So it's kind of both ways. If you go from 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 top bottom, you have all closed, but usually it takes more time. Yes. So I, we we had we had we had customers that we closed like after two years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and yep. but you, yeah. But when you go from 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 bottom top, it it will take you less, maybe, but you will have to do more work. But it, and then it kind of goes back to that same that same topic or the same thing we were talking about is when you get that region, they can see it, feel it, touch it, use it. So then when when the federation talks to them, it's yeah, it's actually not as difficult as we think it is, so that we see because 
it's very easy to use. So that, that's huge. So it's, I can see from both ways of you're still trying to go top down, but you get this little down, you can kind of move up because when, you know, the Federation talks to Tate, it, it's actually is pretty easy. It's actually, it's a good product. It works. It, it you know, so yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Usually, usually we had more success of going bottom up because, you know, when, when you go to the Federation, there might be one person who woke up and they didn't have their morning coffee and they're like, we're not into <laughs> <laughs> so it. Was, I think it's the easiest, it's the easiest one to explain. So they would be yeah. like, we're not interested. Like, just, just, just leave it. Okay. Not, not yeah. now. <laughs> and next competition might be one year, but then you go to a federation, to a regional federation and you're like, okay, let's, let's talk about it. And, you know, they're getting, they're excited. We're doing it. Yeah. Then a different federation. And these guys are talking for you now. Yes. When you can find, yeah, you know, I I always call them like the hero. When you can get heroes that are in the company pushing for you and saying, this is a good idea. This works. It's dumb that we're not doing this more. They're, you know, they're, they're your mouthpiece inside, you know, the company. And because you might not have, you might not have built that trust yet with the, you know, the decision maker, these heroes for you are pushing that they trust them more than you. So it kind of makes it a little easier, makes your, you more of a warmer call because so-and-so is, is fighting for you. So, right, yeah, right. Great. that's great. great. So we're running out of time and, and, and I, I would kick myself if I did, and I want to <laughs> give you a thing. I think your podcast is great. The ePROcast, you were a very, very busy guy. What made you want to start a podcast? Tell me, you know, tell, tell people who are going to listen to this, tell a little bit, people of kind of what's your, you know, your goal for the podcast is, what do you hope to become and, and break that down a little bit of, of what the ePro cast is. Absolutely. Um, I start, I started this, this uh, podcast in May. So we, um, like 10 days ago, we hit like half, half, uh, half a year. <laughs> it's this yeah. month. Um, and you know, it's been a, it's been a weekly, a weekly, uh, podcast. And it's funny cause I've been always, uh, I've, I've listened to Gary V religiously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like since yep. the first moment I've listened to his words, like he, he's stole my heart or whatever you want so, to call it. Let me ask you real quick though, because I, I came from, when you first heard Gary V, cause I was like, that ask this, did you love him or did you hate him at first? I loved him at first. I hated him at first. Why? Be- and, and he actually talked about this and it made sense. It, it's I didn't like it cause I wasn't in a headspace to think that that way. I almost looked at, I was looking for excuses and I was looking for, of like, I wasn't ready for that content of, to put it on me that it was, it was my mistake. It was, it was my failures. I did this. I was more of looking for, for outside of like, my sales manager failed, failed me. That's why I, I got fired. My territory was, was shit. That's why I got fired. Um, you know, I was, you know, you know, my shit doesn't stink. It's not my fault. It's the prospect had a problem. And from the sales world, that's how I thought. And then I, I was, I looked into like, man, you started that wine business. Like, you, you know, you got your daddy's money, blah, blah, blah. And then I think I, I heard something else and it kind of started clicking. And then slowly it turned into, you know, yeah, no, this makes sense. It, no, it was my fault. It, no, I am to blame. It's, and then when I started doing that, so I hated them at first. Then that hate turned into a deep, deep, passionate love, similar to a Brian Scalabrini. I don't know if you yeah. know him. Of, of hated Brian Scalabrini at first, and then that that hate turned into a passionate, passionate love. Of he was great coming off the bench for the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, 
So uh, regarding regarding my love at first for 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 Gary Vee, first of all, he's from my land. Like he he's Belarusian. Yes. Like a thousand is like a thousand miles from me. So it's you know it's very close. Really um, okay. And then yeah, so he had the same mentality. And for, first and for, uh, and other thing was that you know when I heard him curse, he's a <laughs> worldwide <laughs> worldwide person you know like everyone in the world knows him and he's using f-bombs and you know i'm like here in, in eastern europe like it's if you curse in public like people are thinking you're a bad person you're 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 uneducated i was gonna ask that question like like this is what people think here and then i'm he was like okay you have to be self-aware if you want to use the f-bombs in public this is who you are and I was like, okay, I'm, yeah. I got, I got educated that I'm not using that bombs, but now I'm kind of sometimes yeah. throwing them because I feel so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And, and then I was like, okay, I like it. And then the second thing was that he is always talking about happiness. That was the second thing. And I, this is why I got into the industry I'm working at right now. And I was always thinking yeah. like, I, what I want to do to me to, to, to live a happy lifestyle. And, you know, now I'm going to, I came from Turkey. I'm staying one, two days at home. You know, today I got tested for COVID to, to get my certificate to go to Russia. Yep. And, and tomorrow I'm flying to Russia. And my parents are like, are like, oh, you're not tired. You're not I'm like, no, because it makes me happy. Like, this is my, this is my work. I, <laughs> I love, love it. Yeah. I love traveling. That's awesome. Yeah, of course. I'm sleeping on the planes and, and, and stuff like that. <laughs> but, but, but it makes me happy. And then the third thing was like, Whatever you do, don't 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 take other people's into consideration. So, you know, I was I was very until until like I was I don't know until I started listening to him like twenty two or so twenty three. Yeah, I was like, okay, everything I was doing, I was thinking what other people would think about what I do, and I would care a lot. Like here, like even our you know our our. Our parents, I love them to, I love them to death, but, but the, there are a lot of, a lot of parents who are like comparing kids. So, oh, look at that kid. He's smarter than yep. you. Look at that kid. He's wearing clothes better than you. Look at that kid. He got an A plus for the US, for the, for the US listeners or 10 here in Europe and, and so on and so forth. And, and, and this is how we like, sometimes we got this thing of, of, you know, I, I don't even know how to tell him, like, you're not self-confident. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and afterwards you, everyone here, and it's still the same. It's, it's a lot, it's, it's a big problem in the world. Like people are taking people's consideration in their mind. Yes. And this is what stops them for understanding what they want and what makes them happy. Like, Oh, I went to, I went to finance because my parents wanted it because what if I would tell them, no, what, what I'm going to do. And, yeah. and I went to do that, what, what they wanted to do because, you know, I was living under their roof and so on. And, yep. um, yeah, and this is a big factor. Like, of course, if I'm gonna say no to my parents, a good parents, good parents, and my my parents are, I, I love them and they're awesome. I will, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. <laughs> and you know, they're like everything. I, I all the decisions I've done, I've taken after the university. They're like, yes, do it, do it. Yep. You'll fail. Do it. Do it. You want You want You want to go to Ukraine? Do it. Fine. Go ahead. That's you go awesome. To, you want to go there? And you'll yeah. fail it. And you'll go through it. Of course, they're afraid of my failure, but in the long term, it's it's a win win. Yeah, and as long as you learn something from your failure, as long as you take something away from it, and, and you realize like where you made a mistake or where a mistake happened, so you can correct it and change it. 
then it's a learning experience. You know, it, it's yeah. then you can get better and, and you can drive. So that's great that you kind of let go of what other people, you know, thought or you let other people's, you know, feelings for you not stop you start this podcast or not stop stop you put some put yourself out there that's kind of how i felt as well too is i was yeah. very you know self-conscious about it and 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 what if people don't like it and what if people think i'm I'm dumb and and then i kind of realized like i don't necessarily care what happens like i got i got a negative review on itunes i loved it i thought it was great i got a one star and i was like <laughs> let's go like you gotta have someone hating on you like i was pumped and i got a four star review and i was like come on man give me the five but it's you know i got the <laughs> I got the one. I was, I was, I was happy about it. Like it's, it's great. It's not, it's not for everyone, but it makes me happy. And and I can see that too. If people are like, you know, how are you knocking out a, a, an episode a week with with two small kids and, and working in baseball? And I go, because it's not necessarily work for me. You know, I'm not getting paid for it. I, I have yeah. fun with it. I love talking to people. I love talking to you. I had a call the other day. I usually have like one or two calls a week with, um, you know, some people that listen, and, and I I absolutely love it. You know, I love seeing the growth of people and and everything. So. I'm very happy that me and you are on the same same wave, you know, wavelength on yeah. that. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm happy when you announced this 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 live on on LinkedIn. I had some of your listeners connecting with me, and I was like, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Perfect. To know two, three. And I'm happy now. I'm happy yeah. that I know some of your listeners, and I'm like, that's awesome. And you know, this 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 is one of the missions. What I'm trying to achieve is not only to have the conversations with professionals and entrepreneurs, because it's not all about me. I love helping others like i'm always yeah. i always felt i want to help i always feel i want to i'm not living the life for me well i'm living a bit for me but i'm also lo- i'm giving a lot so you know a lot of people are like oh you have to charge something like are you thinking of sponsorship of this podcast and i was yeah. like i don't have this in my mind right now like i'm trying to bring more more value to the, to the listeners and it's it's all about the giving mode and, uh, you know, but first and foremost, not having just conversations and that's it, you know, you post it and that's it. But also to, if there's a listener who, who might have any questions or anything, my, um, the, the, you know, the guest I'm talking to, I'm, I'm trying to talk to guests who are open to connect to those listeners and, yep. and answer questions and, you know, get to, I, I love creating those opportunities for people, for, for, yeah. for, for for guys and gals who want to work in sports who don't know where to start because I was in the same shoes. In 2018, yeah. I was in the same shoes. I didn't know sports management and sports business exists. Yes. I knew yep. only what's happening on the field and that was it. And that was but it. Now you, I there's sponsorship area, there's marketing, there's branding, there's everything. Yep. That's huge. And, and, and I love how we have that same mindset of trying to help others and, and, and bring people on. That's why I want to have you on. I, I think, I think your content is great. I, th- I think you bring a lot to the listeners and you're very approachable and it's kind of, it expands. And, and I remember when I joined you, I got, I, you know, I got hit up by, by someone who was like three States away who goes, I've, I've never, I never heard of you. And he goes, but I, I listened to, you know, e pro. And I saw it. I was like, Oh my God, he's like three States away from me. So we called, we had a chat. It was great. And, and change, you know, contacts and, in, in the sports world, very cutthroat. Everyone, you know, a lot of people want to be in it because it's sexy and it. And when you're at, you know, when you're at a, a dinner and everyone goes around like, "Oh, what do you do for work?" and you say you work for a sports team, you're the popular kid at the table because everyone can relate to that. Not everyone can relate to selling insurance or, you know, but doing something with sports, you're like everyone looks. So people want to be in sports. It's a very cutthroat business, and that's kind of how how I started mine. Of I didn't want people to get used and abused by teams, and just 
call these hundred people, whatever you sell, it's fine because we're going to pay you nothing and we're going to you know, get all that benefit. And then we're going to cut you in six to eight months or a year when you don't hit your goal and then you're gone. And then you're in that spot of well, maybe sales isn't for me. Well, no, maybe sales is for you. You're just not, yeah. you just don't have that mindset or you're not thinking of things in a, in a sales way or changing your mind. Cause that's what happened to me. And you know, I have, I, I have I, just, yeah. yeah, just, I have a huge respect for you that you niched it. Like, of course we're, we're, we're a bit age different, but it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. you I'm old. So, Great yeah. hands. <laughs> no, you, you, look, you look sexy and good. So don't, 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 don't even think you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. So, so my joke is always George Clooney had to wait till 45 or 50 look this good. I just had to wait till 34. You know, it's <laughs> 30, okay. That's not bad. <laughs> but I, I respect you for niching it. And I'm, I, I always hear a lot of, oh, you're too broad or anything. And I'm like, with this, with being that broad. I'm tasting and I'm talking to professionals from and entrepreneurs from every single niche. So I understand what makes me happy and what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I'm in the period where I'm tasting stuff and trying and all the new projects. And I'm sad. I'm sad where we're, we're apt to, to cut it short, but yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get in as many projects as possible and to taste as much stuff as possible. My sleeps are shorter. It's not eight, eight, nine hours, it's like yeah. five, six hours. <laughs> <laughs> But, but that's I'm, great. I'm and then, yeah. And, 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 and last thing, and then I'm going to let you promote yourself because I don't want this to be cut off. But the thing about being so broad too is great is that you can pull little things from every walks of life. And I talk about in sales and everyone says, you know, where do you, where do you find some stuff? I say it's from TikTok. It's from books. It's from motivational speakers. It's from comedy shows. Like I'll pick little things that you can add into your process and help you get better. So before we get cut off, because I don't want to get cut off, because this is only my second one. If I get get, get cut off, it's <laughs> terrible. So tell people how, how how they can find you, how they can connect with you, and and all that jazz. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm very open. So I'm all also on all social platforms, and I respond to every single message that I receive. So first Beautiful. and foremost, so if if anyone <laughs> if anyone wants to work in sport or you know get knowledge or anything because in eastern europe people are not knowledgeable about the, the fact that there is opportunities in sport and this is what i'm trying to to deliver in the area and not only so everywhere in the world and yeah. people can find me on linkedin if they're more into if they want to have more professional chat but i'm i'm, I'm up to 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 uh to an informal chat on linkedin as well so down on for LinkedIn, on LinkedIn, uh, Procopi Eugenio. So you will, you can you can post post that in the episode yep. notes. It, it, I'll tag uh, it. Yeah, uh, on Instagram they can find it here. So it's huge at huge dot pro. Yep. Um, and then I'm also on Twitter, Procopi Eugenio. Okay. Um, and well, I'm I'm playing with TikTok a little bit, but <laughs> not 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 as you. But you you're, you're a good TikTok. <laughs> I haven't I haven't had TikTok in a long story, time. This is how I this is how I got to know you. <laughs> TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, man, I'll tell you, I, I don't understand TikTok, but it's fun. I also have to give a, a shout out to my, because ePROcast is a team of two. So it's my, myself and Anastasia. She's helping me with the audio. And Very I want to cool. give a good shout out. I, I, I have to do it. Sorry, I'm doing that on your show, but I'm no, 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 give her a shout out. Because I'll say too, is that when I, when I jumped on yours, she did a phenomenal job because my daughter jumped in three or four times. I had to leave mid-sentence. I lost power. Um, I had to call you from from, a, from the phone and then take video away. And then how she edited all that to make it seem that we didn't have Nothing those happened. issues is amazing. Is amazing. So yeah. she's phenomenal. Yeah. So so shout out to Anastasia. Yeah, shout out to Anastasia. And 
um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's been awesome. She, she's been, she's been helping me a lot and, uh, she's been into music and uh, regarding TikTok, it's funny cause she's been doing some mini projects for them right now. And I don't want to say in front of it, but she might, she might, TikTok is so huge now that they're providing, they're providing opportunities like jobs opportunities. And I don't want to talk in front, but I believe she got an opportunity to work for TikTok, uh, in, in the area. So yeah. So I'm, I'm really happy for her. And, you know, great. We'll, we'll, we'll have her hit me up so she can have her hit me up so, so I can understand TikTok. Cause I, I don't. Hey, that's, sure. I, I have will. no idea. <laughs> I will. I will. Yeah, and um, yeah, my, my email is, uh, you, you can put it as well, Eugenio, yep. my first name, last name, all together, at gmail.com. I'm, I'm answering them all, man. Like, I'm, okay. I'm, I love connecting with people. So just, if you want to talk about sports, you want to talk about life, um, I'm 26 right now. I'm, I'm like one-fourth in my, in my life. Sure, great. I still oh, yeah. Have a lot to, I still have a lot, a lot of time ahead of me. So... Um, I have a lot of guys my age or even younger who are hitting me up and talk about, they, they think I achieved a lot. I'm, I haven't even started. We're still in that process, man. So it's, it's still growing. Yeah. So I, I enjoy doing it. So I still, you know, and it's sometimes I have this thing that like, I, I, I think of myself that I haven't, I haven't uh, learned much and stuff, but when someone from a side tells me like, Hey, you, you've done so much and thanks for doing that and i'm like like i don't even feel i'm doing it because you know it, it comes being humble man yeah like the podcast yep. the educational work for the, for the right reasons so on it it makes me so happy that i'm you know i'm not even feeling i'm you know it naturally is giving 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 yeah yeah that's huge man Th- that's so, huge yeah. well hey I'm, I'm open to connect with all your all your followers so i'm i'm, I'm really and and justin Keep up the great work. I love Appreciate what it, man. you do. It's, it's just, I, I love your positivity. And this Anastasia loves your positivity as well. So awesome. Awesome. That I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I appreciate you being on. Thank you so much for, for being the, the, the second guinea pig of, of SFC Live. And actually the first, um, with the name change of being that, being that first guest. So I appreciate you so much for jumping on and making the time. I, I know it's it's... It's not late over there, but you know, it's got to be six o'clock and, and staying with the full hour. I thought it was, it was really fun to have you on. So, so keep up. I'll tag you in all the episodes and, and we'll stay in touch, my man. Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks again for, for having me and wish everyone health and, uh, and staying safe. And uh, we're going to get Absolutely. through these moments together and we're going to go back to the ballpark, to, to the stadiums right. and everything. We're going to share beers. And uh, I hope I'm getting to, 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 to meet you soon, man, in, uh, in, in person. So uh, if you're in the area or if you're in the area, just hit me up and you never uh, if know. Anyone wants to connect, <laughs> if anyone wants to connect, I'm, I'm all yours, guys. So Absolutely, thanks yes. again for having me. All right. Thank you. That was it for this episode. Please share it with your friends and everyone who you think will get value out of it. Also share it on all social media platforms and tag the big E using the details from the episode notes. If you enjoyed it, leave a rate and review. Make sure you stay tuned and subscribe to not miss another episode. On behalf of the eProcast team, stay safe and see you in the next one. Peace out.